Hello and welcome to another episode of Leech Time with Duncan and Jonathan. As always, I am Duncan. <laughs> As always, I'm Jonathan. And through and after a rather eventful half hour or so, we finally managed to get everything working <laughs> again. So, uh, it's been a crazy, been a eventful half hour to say the least. Yeah, but still, okay. Um, all right. So we are joined for the first time. We actually have all four <laughs> participants thus far on the same episode. All right. So let's start with Kai. Hello. And then Shirzad. Or Shars, I did it again. All right. There you go. And while she is asleep at the moment, we also have a cat with a technical earshot of the microphone. <laughs> um, but yeah, whether she wakes up or not, that's up to her. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So we're going to be talking about um, a show which has just recently celebrated its 22nd anniversary of its first airing. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> right, or as I like to call him, everybody's favorite frat cook. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you know, he's, he's built up quite a fan base over the years, so that's what we're going to be talking about in this particular episode. Now, for those not to know, SpongeBob SquarePants premiered on May 1st of 1999, for those who don't know. Yep. With the opening. Uh, three episodes, which is the only three, uh, three segments, man. the only three segment episode that I can think of where you have Help Money, which is how he comes to be a fry cook in the first place. Yep. Reap Lore, and then of course Tea of the Tree Dome, where he is introduced to Sandy Cheek. I need it. <laughs> Which is fun that they started out with the whole SpongeBob and Sandy friendship because you would think, being that you know Patrick is his BFF, you would think that we would get a little more insight, at least at first, to how SpongeBob and Patrick became friends. Yeah. Yeah. But we wouldn't see that until, you know, the premiere of Camp Coral, where it kind of dives a little deeper into that whole friendship. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things where I'm glad that they decided to air it on Nickelodeon proper instead of just keeping it on the streaming service. (laughs) Yeah, because that was something where I I think that, especially for something that big, um... (laughs) Putting it on a streaming service, which is not at the same level as a Netflix or... Right, it's not quite there yet. Now, let's see. That's why I said it's Spongebob, SquarePants, for those who have never seen this show. Let me see. Let me give you a brief character rundown. If I had to describe his personality in one word, it would be very animated. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a word. No pun intended. Animated. <laughs> Yeah. Because he works as a fry cook. He loves his job as a fry cook. He doesn't want to do it again. That's him. Dogs. And the cat is just waking up. <laughs> I thought you were going to. No, Cassie is completely out of it. No, she responded when the dog barked. <laughs> now, um, he, he lives next door to Squidward. 
high school. Yeah. They didn't realize they were the wrong ones. <laughs> Either yeah, so. Yeah, Mr. Crab, which is SpongeBob yeah. and Squidward's boy. And he's very, he's very, shall we say, thrifty, shall we say. We yep. We'll put it like that. Oh, yes. Yeah, and, um,. We actually didn't have, um, we had basic cable at that point when it first aired, and then we, and then we got rid of the TV two years later, so, yeah. <laughs> we missed a lot. But, our dad loves Spongebob, yep. so when we got the, uh, on DVD, the, se- the first three seasons, I think it was Sam's Club, probably, Yeah. we got the. Sounds right. I don't think I was living with you guys at the time, because I've still never seen it. That was when we were still in, that was when you were in middle school when we first got that guy, so. I really don't remember. Yeah. And then you. And I admit, I did see the premiere, but I wasn't sure what to make of the show, because it's such a quirky kind of show. Like, you know, my 11 year old self was like.
had the broom upside down. Oh, the pickle jar. response, wouldn't it?
Love World. Yeah, Love World. <laughs> yeah. Which, okay. Love flavor candy. Ooh, that that sounds like a bean boozle thing, like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Birdie bot. And love flavor. And pretty much everyone wanted to be part of the Goofy Goober Club. Yeah. I still want to Goober Goober Sunday. That looked good. I can't even mm-hmm. lie. That looked good. We could juniors. Oh, yeah. That would be good. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me see. What's another one that I like? Oh, yeah. Can't get sleepy time and suds. Cause we we never did figure out what um what Sandy was supposed to say when she said I'll be over there like a fast jack rabbit on the high grip. We we never finished that whole sentence. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, let's see what's another one I can say I like. Um, can't forget about the time where the demon souls ate SpongeBob's house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Squidward got all excited because he knows <laughs> he was leaving for good. <laughs> Shoot, I wish it was that easy to make it out. turned out that there were that there were five others and Patrick had gotten all of them. <laughs> Horseflesh is not an instrument either, <laughs> which makes you wonder what, the, how he first how did how did Squidward know that was what the next question was, and second, what kind of <laughs> music does Patrick listen to? That <laughs> yeah, where do you get that? I don't know. Yeah. 
Now we have both cats in here. <laughs> yeah, so that's just fine. All right, so. And of course, mm -hmm. let's see, this is another one that I think. <laughs> the Ash Slinging Slasher. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yes, and the. Yeah, and the fact that crusting love. Yeah. Yeah, um where even Mr. Krabs couldn't escape love's pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. And he spent uh what was it? Uh upwards of it had to be a couple million all told. The washer and dryer combo. <laughs> Oh yeah, and speaking of crabs, you should probably bring up his arch rival slash former best friend. <laughs> yeah, the whole plankton situation to him. Yeah. yeah. Going to extremes to get the crab caddy for him. Like, cool dressing up like a robot. But I don't know what he was thinking about making that cool slide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not one of your better moves. Plank. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, um, let's see. When Spongebob played the first meet, when he had that very bare bones playing in control, Spongebob brain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he didn't put it on it to him. Usually when you have a plan like that, you have an eight-step plan. <laughs> I've always wondered, could Spongebob always have done that, or was that, <laughs> because he was never, it was, it was, like I said in that episode where, um, with the anchor arms, it comes to mind, where he was so weak he couldn't lift the TV remote <laughs> at the end, or, could have, or was struggling to hold it. Jonathan like that one at the point that we're we're still surprised there hasn't been a toy based on that yet. Try to make Anchorage for real because we all know as seen on TV products you have those that work. Yeah, and you have those that are just like who needs this? And then let me see what's another one that I can think of. Oh yeah. Crusty Crab training video. Can't forget about that. Yep. <laughs> Especially because it cuts off right before they're about to reveal the formula, which makes you wonder where does Mr. Krabs keep that video when he's not using it? Because it has to be like in some secure um, nuclear proof bunker or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. He only knows the code to. He probably And then, uh, let's see, what's another one that I can think of? Oh, yeah, the 
Yeah. Where Patrick really didn't even want to be a part of the show buggy, but he was Was that the one where they, uh, where Patrick dipped himself? <laughs> like they had all the dives, but it was like as. Yeah. Yeah, they dump out the high dive into the fudge or whatever it was. That sounds. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's about right. Toasted almonds! <laughs> or when they painted the invisible. Considering who bought the paint in question. Fair. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. And then, of course, um, the one where Scribble was accused of taking Mr. Crash first a dime. And then he decided to boot off SpongeBob until even SpongeBob had a breaking point, which I was not expecting that. It was because Squidward refused to listen. Yes. What's the Mac case?
I don't think they had names in that version. I, I know what if you shit with Sponge Tron and Patron, <laughs> for some odd reason, the Spongebob only had one head with Patron Spine's drawn. wondered was that did Clancy Brown do that himself or was that someone else <laughs> There's also the fact that um, you had um, Texas is dumb.
know, the whole don't mess with Texas. And that, that's become that's become more than just a littering campaign. That that's how Texas really feels. Real lady. They better show Texas some respect. <laughs> you won't like the end result if you don't. And then of course there's the whole uh, pre hibernation week where Pantera will And then, of course, let's switch gears here to the gaming side.
Yeah, there's a lot of that, there's a lot of stuff that's been revamped or remade or uh, remastered, like in this case, over the last five years or so. <laughs> yeah, it's become a trend. It's, it's definitely become a trend, but I notice if your game in question gets remastered, or in this case, rehydrated, it's because you know the demand was high enough to where you could have it. Like not everything from the nineties is necessarily going to see a resurgence. Yeah. Because there, there are a lot of SpongeBob themed games or Nick themed games that don't really need. Like for example, Nixon's Racing has its fans, but it's not quite to the same level as Rehydrated is. Man, it's just universally beloved. You know, a lot of people are interested in it. Then, of course, you get the, I forget the name of the mobile game. Oh, um, SpongeBob Moves In. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, which, yeah that was uh, similar. For those of you who don't know, that was similar to uh, Simpsons Tapped Out, except, you know, the first thing you had to pay for it, it wasn't free, like the Simpsons version. Um, and then, and then they also, it also, um, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it just didn't catch on enough or if it didn't make enough money, but it has since been shut down. Obviously. I was wondering about that because I hadn't seen anything, you know, in reference to it, like an ad or, yeah. you know, some sort of a banner or anything. So I was wondering about that. There's also a, a reason game at least a couple months ago where it's basically like like the Nickelodeon version of Smash Bros. Oh yeah, I have seen that. I, I think it's like Nickelodeon Super Bowl or something like that was yeah. involved in it. And they did the sweet victory <laughs> moment from <laughs> as the, uh, yeah. the trailer. <laughs> yeah. But I played that and it was pretty fun. Yeah. There's also uh Something I think of a lot is, uh, you know how there's the, the, the giant Patrick and fishnets? Oh, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. And, like, uh, a lot of a lot of people have been, you know, like, cosplaying as that at cons and stuff. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw another video where Rodrigo, you know, she, she did that whole takeover. She did that whole costume. She did boost the match, and, you know. Yep. I've even seen a like a ball gown cosplay before of, of uh, SpongeBob riding the boulder. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. All right. We just passed the forty-minute mark here. Do you want to continue for a bit, or do you want to stop? <laughs> Don't care. Maybe something about a little bit about the rehydrated gameplay for those that might not have seen it. We keep it. Okay, I wasn't sure where you can go. Okay, it's, yeah, I mean, it's very much, it's very similar to um, the Spyro games from the, uh, uh, same basic setup. It's just that, that you play as SpongeBob, Patrick, or Sa- and Sandy, and now you can't, now, you can only switch between two characters per level, but, um, if, when possible, but, um, yeah, but still. Yeah, but you always have SpongeBob is always there as an option. But you know, it's, it's either SpongeBob, you know, SpongeBob is there by default. You can switch out between him and Patrick, or him and Sandy. You cannot switch between all three. At okay. yeah, the voice talent, if I'm not mistaken, is the same as it is 
not all of them. Because, like, Clancy Brown was not... Either he was too expensive or he was unavailable. And they and for the remaster, they kept the... Um, the They did not get him to re-record the lines. Is that about the time they came out with Detroit Become Human? I think that's when you first got it. Okay, because I know there were a couple of games that Clancy Brown passed up on because he was there in the motion capture suit for the the creation of Detroit Become Human. Yeah, so he was otherwise occupied, you're right. (laughs) It sounds like two, three years. Yeah, if he went straight from Mass Effect Andromeda to that, you're right. Um, yeah, and just and he was already doing the show anyway, so reasons to love do. Clancy Brown, man's amazing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like. I didn't realize how extensive his resume actually is until you actually look through it. It's just like you did all that, and people know you from just this. Well, not just for this one thing, but I would say, you know, Mr. Pratt is most well known. Well, nowadays. At least in the mainstream. Well, okay. Yeah, there is one other one. He's a bit of a, you know. Journeyman? It depends on the age of the person question, like, what he'll be most remembered for. Because, you know, if you had a childhood in the 90s, you definitely heard Tom Kenny's voice work more than once. Yeah, he was all over the place. Like the same with Billy West. <laughs> yeah, like he's just one of those voices with like of course with me, with Tom King and more to the point, Mr. Lawrence. I didn't come up from SpongeBob Plankton with those two. No no no. I first ran across them with Heifer and Philbert. Like that that's what I remember at first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, with Mr. Lawrence, did you hear that he actually auditioned for SpongeBob using the plankton voice? <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah that the voice the voice used for plankton was originally meant for SpongeBob, but he but he lost out to Tom Kenny, and then he said, "Well, we like your voice for this other character." <laughs> I, I think I think it was uh, you know a blessing in disguise because I couldn't see Andre being delivered in such a here and um so we don't know when we'll do this next time we definitely don't know when we'll have all four of us <laughs> okay well if you count the like, cats and dogs but <laughs> um but, yeah. Yeah. first time we actually had all eight participants thus far <laughs> in the same anyway, recording we'll session get back to the, uh, the Nicktoons uh, sub genre quite some because we still have Invader Zim to cover, 
Oh yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So signing off. Don't know if this will be it for 2021, but we'll see. All right. So. Okay, so. Kai, do you want to say anything? Peace out. Sharzad? Uh, thanks for having me. All right, so. Signing off.